episode number 54. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So the Getting Unstuck Challenge is over. We had over 200 people from around the world participate and 18 people enroll in the Getting Unstuck course. My next step is to invite those who have enrolled in the course to work with me further, and I will keep you in tuned with what that is all about. It's very exciting stuff. If the challenge or the course should interest you and you didn't have a chance to participate in the last round, please stay tuned in because I will be offering the challenge and I will be opening the doors to the Getting Unstuck course again at the end of June this year, 2018. So, okay, let's go back to a story. As you may know, I am in the middle of a series of stories, all of which have a child as a part of the story. The last story I shared was about my son, who is in seventh grade, and got into an incident with a bully at school. I received an email from a podcast listener regarding the story that I'd like to share just a part of that email with you. She wrote, Your son probably knows that you have his back and will deal with the schools and the parents, etc., to prevent future incidents. Not all of us are fortunate to come from such a base, and therefore these incidents can be life-transforming for some. What if these incidents were to continue daily or repeatedly with no support and no action or repercussions? They have the potential and power to destroy for life and incident upon incident could build a whole wall of fear and bondage to protect oneself. This is where you see so many people that could benefit from releasing themselves from this self-imposed emotional bondage if they only knew how, and if they had the awareness or even thought it was possible, or even had the awareness or access to the stuck method. Your method can be applied and widely used in so many circumstances to enable a release of emotional freedom that could benefit people worldwide, create better understanding and improve fractured relationships amongst all nations. But it's hard work, frightening, and needs courage. Personally, I am learning so much from you, and my mantra at the moment is, it will all work out fine. Continue your great work with and for others. Oh, thank you so much for that email that came from Joe, who lives in Israel. I appreciate hearing your thoughts on this episode and in general. And I also love hearing from all the listeners of this podcast. So please continue to email me whenever you have a comment about an episode or anything else. And by the way, this listener, Joe, mentioned what her mantra is in the moment. The reason I think that she mentioned that is because she is in the Getting Unstuck Facebook group. And on Mondays, I do a thing called Monday Mantra. 
And I won't go into it here, but if you want to learn more about it, you can join me in the Facebook group. There is no cost for that, just like this podcast. Okay, so the suck story for today has to do with my two younger kids. And so this is what happened. I was sitting in synagogue one Saturday morning for prayer services, and my youngest kid came running in hysterical crying. Now, just to give you context, where I live, which is on a kibbutz in northern Israel, there is no traffic, that is, there's no cars that are driven in my community for 25 hours from sunset on Friday to sundown on Saturday evening. We have gates set up so that no cars can come in or out during that time. This is something that the kibbutz has done since its inception, which was like 40 years ago. And I happen to love it for a lot of reasons, one of which it affords the children an opportunity to run around and be free without any fear of cars. So anyway, I was sitting in the synagogue, my kids were at the playground not too far from me, and my youngest child runs in hysterically crying. And I react, right? I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I tried to get him to explain it to me. Now, one more thing. Already, twice, in the last nine years that I've been living here, my husband and I have had to take two of our kids to the hospital on a day like this, (laughs) on a Saturday, one kid who accidentally had a rock thrown at his head and his head split open, and the other kid who was simply running down a hill and he had his tongue out as he was running, and when he fell, his, yeah, his tongue, yeah, I won't go into that. It was disgusting. So I'm just saying that I was prepared for the worst because I have already been to the hospital and had to deal with stitches for two different kids on a day like this. But it wasn't anything like that. My son said, that so-and-so, I won't say the name, of course, so-and-so, this girl, she's not letting me play. (laughs) And I was like, oh, phew. (laughs) Okay, so now usually I tell my kids if it's a situation like this, I say to them, you know, try to go figure it out yourselves. But this time I just, I got up and I walked with him to the playground to see what was going on because I actually had a feeling that he was telling the truth. I mean, why would my son make something like that up? And who is this little girl to decide who gets to play and who doesn't get to play? I was already like, really stuck. I I didn't even get to the playground. I was just walking out of the synagogue. And I felt my blood rising. And I felt stuck even before I really found out the whole story. Right? Like I had a story in my mind that this girl was being bossy and that she's being rude and that she needs to be taught right from wrong. And there needs to be an adult here on the playground all the time when these kids are playing by themselves. Anyway, so knowing I was stuck, while I was walking to the playground, I decided already to go through the stuck method. S, I stopped. I mean, I was walking, but I took a stop. I didn't close my eyes. I just found myself walking slower. I mean, you know, there was no real crisis. I didn't have to rush to the playground. And I took a few more deep breaths. And that was my stop. T, I told myself I was stuck on frustration that I had to leave the synagogue, and that this kid thinks that she's the boss and that my kid can't play. 
you, I uncovered what was under this frustration. What was causing me to feel frustration? What beliefs did I have in my mind? One, I said to myself, I believe that this kid, she thinks she's hot stuff, (laughs) right? I had this belief in my mind. Another one was, I believe this kid shouldn't be bossing around my children. Another belief I had was, I believe I shouldn't be disturbed for things like this. Another thought I had was, I believe I need to teach this kid a thing or two. But then I took a moment, I'm still walking to the playground, right? And I thought about those thoughts. And I just took a moment. And I checked in with those thoughts. Because I know from experience, and I know from this work that I do, that most of the thoughts that come to our minds are not 100% true. And I realized when I went back to the thoughts that I couldn't know for sure that any of them were really true. Do I know that this kid thinks she's hot stuff? (laughs) Is she bossing my kids around? I don't know. I shouldn't be disturbed when my kids need help. Really? I need to teach this kid a thing or two. Like it's my responsibility. So I let those thoughts go because I knew I couldn't validate them. And I allowed myself to consider other options. And what I considered in that moment was just to be curious. That's it. I had one consideration. So instead of approaching this kid as if I knew everything already, I just considered asking her. And I did. I just walked over to her and I said, my son said that you are not letting him play with all the kids. And I'm just wondering, is that true? And her response? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) And then I was like, uh, uh, okay, plan B, because I was not expecting her to admit it. But she did. So I asked her why, why wasn't she letting my kid play? So she said, Shira, Okay, and in Israel, everybody calls everybody by their first name. It doesn't matter that the kid is like seven years old and you're like in your 40s. Okay, so she said, Shira, would you want to play with someone who wasn't being nice to you? And that stopped me in my tracks because I guess I wasn't expecting her to be so blunt. Anyway, so I turned to my son and I said, were you not being nice to this girl? And as the story turned out, he wasn't. And he admitted it. And I don't remember any of the details at this point, but it doesn't matter. The point is, he wasn't being nice to her. And so she didn't want to play with him. And you know what? That sounded fair to me. She was right. When people aren't nice to me, I also don't have a desire to hang out with them. And that's okay. We choose who we want in our lives, right? This child was simply illustrating that point. So I spoke with my son about the consequences of his actions, and he understood. And by the time I left, he was playing with that girl and with the group that she was organizing, and it all ended fine. But can you imagine just for a moment if I didn't take that stop? I mean, I was really frustrated and I was really pissed off when I had to leave the synagogue to deal with this girl. Can you imagine if I had automatically blamed her? or yelled at her. I mean, she's not even my kid, right? Can you imagine if I had just reacted from that 
that emotional place without going through the stuck method. I was thinking about this as I had walked back to the synagogue, and I was thinking about what incredible transformations I've been making in my life simply because I'm using this tool, the stuck method. I'm certainly not saying that I'm perfect all the time, but I can say that using this tool on a regular basis has helped prevent unfortunate situations in my life, and it's really improved many of my relationships. I hope it's doing the same for you. Take a moment and consider a recent stuck situation that you've been in, or maybe that you're in now, and see if you can consider curiosity. In other words, can you consider being curious and truly believe that you may not know the entire story? It can be so hard, I know. I really know that because when we consider curiosity, it's like going against our mind that is attaching to a story that we believe we know completely. So in a way, it's like going against the grain. But when you can stop and you can consider curiosity, it can be life-saving. And as I walked back into the synagogue and I sat back down, okay, I held myself in self-compassion and I told myself, it's okay. You got stuck, but hey, look at you. You got yourself unstuck even before you got to the place of incident. That's amazing. Next week, I'm going to share with you a story regarding my daughter. She is 16 and she gave me permission. (laughs) As long as I tell the story the right way, she said. (laughs) It's a good story. And I'm definitely not going to talk about playgrounds or bullies in this one. So definitely stay tuned. And if you live in Israel, the next Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately retreat is coming up. And this one will be the first retreat I lead that is not from a Thursday night to a Saturday night. In fact, this one is going to be from a Sunday afternoon to a Tuesday afternoon. And it's going to happen June 3rd through June 5th, 2018. It is for women only. And even though I haven't even sent an email yet to those who subscribe to my newsletter, I only have four spots left. So if you live in Israel and you want to take advantage of this awesome opportunity to do all of these incredible practices, these mindfulness practices and yoga and mindful eating and journaling and learning about getting unstuck and mindful walking and being group coached by me, then definitely contact me ASAP. Okay, my dear listeners, thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.